0: This is Kenny Matthews from FridayNightGlory.com, and here we are for the first podcast, softball podcast here, and I've got my main man in charge over here from DFW Varsity, Fort Worth Star-Telegram, Brian Gossett, appreciate you being here today, buddy.
1: Thanks, great to be here, thanks for having me.
0: Man, no problem, man. If we're going to talk Metroplex softball, we had to have the guru on, Mr. Gossett, of course. I mean, that's the only guy I know that could be in five... Five, five games at the same time. Yeah, five, five,
1: five clones. I got clones. I got. I got. I got plenty of people that don't don't know that I have uh, a couple of clones.
0: <laughs> That's great. I, I know we were talking a little off air that you're gonna be actually doing some some soccer this weekend, so you won't be doing any games. Some um, softball this weekend, but. I know you will have the eyes in the sky delivering those tweets at us with updates this weekend, so I'm not sweating it.
1: Yeah, actually, uh, yeah, for just a quick note about soccer. the 6A Region 1 Boys and Girls Soccer uh, Tournament there at McKinney ISD Stadium. Uh, there will be four games and then the regional finals on Saturday. But uh, for softball, actually, uh, I'm going to try and make a game tomorrow night um, uh, the last soccer game starts at uh, four, I think. And so I might be able to swing something, sure. uh, maybe in the McKinney or Frisco area. And then Saturday is kind of the same deal. Um, uh, yeah. soccer is going to
0: get done a little early. So I'm going to try and shoot for a softball game after. Well, she's, they got a big one. i just, I know the weather may play havoc on Saturday. they got that big game between Flower Mound and Flower Mound Marcus on Saturday. Yeah, um, that's the one
1: I'm trying to get out to, but yeah, I, but I've heard uh, the storms might be bad
0: on uh, Saturday, so. Yep, that's what I've been hearing, too, so it just seems like, it seems like during the week, we're fine, and now on a Friday or Saturday, it's got to rain now. Seems like everything's in. That's Texas <laughs> for you. <laughs> it's been that way since the second week of the football season, I think. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we do appreciate you guys listening to us here on the first podcast we got here. We're going to be um, trying to deliver some more of these going in throughout the playoffs and all the way up to state. And I know that um, Friday Night Gloria will be at a bunch of events, a bunch of games. I know Brian at Star Telegram and Darren, you guys will be at a bunch of softball games. So we'll try to come back and wrap some stuff up on a weekly basis and keep you guys in tune with um, the great softball in the Metroplex. You know, I was sitting here thinking about it earlier today, Brian. Just in the last five years alone, we've had a lot of state champions come through the Metroplex, you know, between Keller and Birdville and Crum and the Colony and Forney. You know, we're, we're pretty blessed, man, around here to see some real good softball. Oh, definitely. Oh,
1: definitely. And, and uh, when I first got here, you know, it was Louisville. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Keller with Birdville and, and Forney uh, last season. So, um yeah, DFW's a
0: a good spot for softball. Excellent. And she's we didn't even count Brock has been seems like they're annually there in the mix, you know, Uh It's 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 it's, it's, it's taken off in the last 10-15 years here in the metroplex. I mean, it used to be a a sport that it's people just kind of looked at in the paper maybe every now and then and said something, but I mean, now the growth of the sport is taken off Where, and it's maybe not the major sport, but man it's getting up there, that's for certain.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, just some some great talent, and then, you know, of course, the select season, the travel ball season. Just uh, so many great players out there. You know, getting recruited to some of these top programs. So, uh, this is my fifth season covering softball, and and just have loved every minute of it. Yeah, it's
0: uh, where we, we know, it's, it's, you know, I just look at, you know, just where you're out, you know, in your region alone out there, we can kind of go and shift a little bit to like District 5 6A. I mean, you look at Keller and Eaton, I mean, those two teams are, I mean, they're the top teams in the state, you know, and, you know, they kind of play each other in district. You know, it's, and, you know, Denton Guyer is a very good team too, and, you know, they've got two of the best teams in the state, and they're probably going to finish third, you know, in district.
1: That's a tough route, man. Yeah, definitely. uh, is probably on top of the list in terms of DFW schools as long as I've been here. uh, Trying to go to the regional final for the fifth straight season. Of course, they've uh, sprinkled in a couple of state titles in 16 and 17. But looking strong again. uh, You know, just so much talent on that team uh, with. Dylan Kudurka, starting pitcher. She's a senior. Uh, she's, you know, if, if all things go well, uh, she could she could have the most uh, wins in a career in program history uh, when it's all said and done. And then just obviously just some great defense behind her with Riley Love going to Tech and um, Amanda Desari in Center, also a Texas Tech girl, Alexa Langoliers in short. I mean, the list continues. Um, went to that first Eaton game back in spring break and uh, just a great game that everyone knew was going to be uh, it went to extras very fittingly but uh, Haley Jones hit the walk-off home run and uh, actually the second game against Eaton same score 4-3 to and, and Keller won both times but yeah Eaton just in their third season playing UIL varsity softball and you know they've they've won a lot of your games during this stretch, and uh, another team with just a lot of talent. Uh, you know Maddie Wright. You got to start with her. The the pitcher signed to Abilene Christian. So two of the best there. And you mentioned Guyer, just kind of a uh, tough draw, I guess. You know, <laughs> and any other district, they probably the uh, second or definitely district chance, But they're in this district, so they'll they'll probably finish the hurt.
0: Yeah, well, heck, you know, even look look at the battle for that last playoff spot. I mean, Falsa Ridge and South Lake Carol and Byron Nelson. There's only one game separating them for the last spot. So, um, yeah, it's that's a dog. That's a dog meets eats man world there in that district, man. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: if if uh, just a quick note on that from Tuesday night, you know, Carol. And Ridge played, and they were tied for fourth. But uh, South Lake ended up winning that six to five, and some got got the pitching from uh Ford, and three RBIs from uh, Payton for Harness. So they're as of right now they're uh, they're I believe five and six in district. They're in sole yes. no possession of fourth uh, with three games left. But uh, yeah, you mentioned Fosso and and Byron Nelson Timber Creek. It's it's anyone's game right now. This last stretch.
0: Yes, it sure is, and, and you know, and even the side note also on that issue, you know, it's, it's unbelievable to me that they only, there's only three district games left, you know I mean in, you know in two weeks we're going to be having the first round of the playoffs. It kind of seems like softball gets here and it goes quick, doesn't it, Brian?
1: Yeah, I just I kind of, I've been to a few softball games, but uh, just kind of still in that soccer mode, and, and
0: mm-hmm. as soon
1: as soccer's done, I look up and, and softball's
0: near and then end two, so it's like, oh my goodness, so quick. <laughs> Where to go, you know, and well, you know, kind of to move on to another district. I mean, District Seven Six A. I mean, you got Lake Ridge and Mansfield sitting up top at ten and two, and South Grand Prairie is only one game off, and you know, Watson only two games off. I mean, it's you know, talking about another loaded district softball wise. I mean, District Six Seven Six A is you know, it's not maybe as strong as Five Six A, but man, it sure is tough though.
1: Yeah. And, uh, if- if my standings are correct, uh, it looks like all four teams have clinched the playoff berth. Um, you know, the, the bottom four have been eliminated. But, uh, yeah, you start with Lake Ridge who got a, a big win against Mansfield on Tuesday mm-hmm. um, to force that tie. But more importantly, uh, get that series sweep. They, they beat Mansfield in the first meeting. So they do have a slight edge right now. And and um, that. That district, I believe, has two more games left. If I'm not mistaken, I think they're yes. both ten and two. Mm-hmm. And they're then, um, you know, Chloe Jones had a has had a great game on the mound, complete game, only allowed six hits and then one run, and um, you know, just some some great hitting from Morgan Brannon and, and McKinney Denson. Um, and then South Grand Prairie currently right now in third. I think they're a game up on Waxahachie for that seed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you Know, shut out Cedar Hill in five innings, 12 to zero. Uh, no hitter and seven case and a home run from uh Natalie Castillo, the uh, wow. South Grand Prairie pitcher. And so, um, yeah, another tough district, but um, I, I think they might be the, the only district in DFW um, that has all four playoff spurs uh, clinched yeah. already, but there's still a lot to be done with two games left. Um, you know, again. Now Grand Prairie, I think, is is two games back
0: of the first seed, so or mm-hmm. first or second seed. So they're still playing a game to left to play. Yes, it sure is. And, and even in with that, I mean, you, you know, you're jockeying for third or fourth. I mean, you know, that could be significant because you're not going to be playing that, you know, district champ in the first round. You know, in the playoffs, if you get that third seed.
1: Yeah, yeah they, uh, District uh, eight, uh, I think Duncanville's leading that district. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just, you know, you want to kind of finish one or two, but um, it's definitely a strong district, to say the least.
0: Yeah, I mean, in Duncanville, I mean, heck, they had a you know, bunch of returning starters coming back this past year. You know, and got the North Texas um, Donahoe, um, a North Texas signee um, that's on that Duncanville team. So, you know, you never want to go up against somebody that's, you know, kind of a seasoned vet team. if You can avoid them early. You know, you'd rather, you know, if you can. Um then um, you know, then that's another district I was talking about it was district eight, five A. I you go know, kinda of in the five A range and you know, kinda of, kind of, know we're kinda of all over the map here a little bit, but you know, that's the district that's the colony. Obviously they're undefeated in that district there, but that's also another district that's kinda it's kinda top heavy, but you got a three way battle for the four spot in that district. You know, with Little Elm being second, seven and two, and Denton being six and four. But you got Denton, Ryan, Northwest, and Braswell, all with the one game of each other for the fourth spot.
1: Yeah, you, you, if you start the top again, the county, mm-hmm. uh, just a, uh, another loaded team, you know, state title two years ago and uh, we reached the second round last year. And, and you start with, uh, you know, one of our favorite uh, yep. players only because she's Committed to Oklahoma, but uh, Jada Coleman, who I believe is the number one ranked 2020 in the nation. Yes, um, is. Very unique player, just a, a lefty playing shortstop, you know, has a lot of power, um, Can has a lot of speed as well. Just a talented kid, you know, she plays volleyball, she does track and field, so incredible athlete. Um, looks like the yeah. county's kind of wrapped up that district at 10-0 right now and uh, Little Elm second at 7-2. Little Elm, kind of a dangerous team as well. They could just yes. pick up a few wins. You know, Lauren Lucas, another monster kid, uh, pitching and hitting-wise,
0: committed right
1: now to Wichita State. And, uh, yeah, who knows? I mean, Denton has a lot of great players as well. Ryan with uh, Abby Abby Bittner, the uh, coach's kid who's gone mm-hmm. to Maryland, and I think she's got, like, 57 or – or more uh, RBIs on the season already, yeah. um, and who knows Northwest Braswell, they could sneak up and, and uh, you know sneak in a game here. But but yeah, uh, a couple games left there to decide um, seeding wise. Two to two, three and four are yet to be decided in eight five a.
0: Yep, yep. Well, I mean, and the thing about um, we we um, Friday night glory. We did the um, Colony and the Little Elm game a couple Fridays ago, and. Um, for Charles, um, Carly Charles, she got her 500 strikeout that game. You know, you know, you see Charles and you see, um, Hamley and you see, you know, Jada Coleman at line. it seems like they've been there about 10 years already, (laughs) like a lot of softball games for the colony, but it's, it's a well-balanced team. You know, I think, and and Jada, like you alluded to earlier, I mean, she has so many problems when she just gets on the base pass. I mean, if she's first. She's going to be in third and, and two pitches, generally speaking, with her speed. But you did allude to the one fact that she plays shortstop and she's left-handed. And, and if you just didn't realize that beforehand, you would never know. I mean, she does it so effortlessly. It's it's unreal. It's really unreal. Um, yeah,
1: shout-out to uh, Carly Charles, who's uh, headed to Iowa State. Yes. On that
0: 500
1: career uh, strikeout um, is sticking in that district, Little Elm again. Lauren Lukash, Uh she also picked up her five hundred strikeout yes. as well recently. So, congrats to those two girls, and uh, yeah, going to be a fun, uh, fun ending here to towards the playoffs.
0: Yes, it is. And um, then I was wanting to go to to uh, I was wanting to go to you know a district here is um district si um nine six A um you know obviously it's. <laughs> That's, that's another loaded district there with Plano West, you know, on top with a nine and zero record, and Prosper is and coming in second. They're seven and two, and then you got the Plano Senior High, which is five and five, and then Plano East, which is five and five. Then you got McKinney, just one game behind them at four and five, McKinney Boyd, excuse me, and then you got Allen at three and six. Reason I wanted to talk about that is that Plano West, I mean, boy, you want to talk about a loaded team there. I mean, I know you know a lot more about that, but man, they're, they're pretty talented, man, and that could be a dark horse maybe to give Keller a run, you know, but I think that they're in, the, they're in different brackets this year, if I'm thinking right. Am I right, Brian? Yeah, they're, uh, they're Region 2, and Keller's in Region 1, so they wouldn't meet until
1: uh, the state tournament. But, yeah, Plano the West, uh, they've had some battles with Keller the last couple of years. Yes, they have. Um, you got to start with Tanner Boyd, who's uh, one of the top pitchers, um, in this area and in the state, really, you know, she's headed to Stanford. Um, mm-hmm. Just a, a big kid who has a big bat as well. Yes, um, I've, I've seen a couple of her box scores the last few games, and it seems like she's in that 16 to, to 18 strikeouts uh, yeah. for just one game. And she's, she's always she on base. Team. She's always on base. She's always
0: driving in runs. I mean, she's she's an incredible talent for sure. I got the line from her last last week. She was 14 innings pitched and 19 Ks and one earned run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> she's pretty good on the mound. <laughs> but um,
1: it looks like they got a two-game lead uh, yes. in district.
0: Yes, they beat Prosper both times, so and, they actually. Um, so they would actually have a three-game lead pretty much now. So I would assume the point of West is basically wrapped up district, but not mathematically yet. But, um.
1: Um, but yeah, the, just uh, the rest of the district, you know, Crosper's always been a, a good team. Yes. Uh, you know, they were in 5A, and this is their first year in 6A. So it seems like the the talent uh, hasn't dropped off moving up a class. Uh, you know, not, I don't know much about, uh prosper. I know Sydney Lewis is a freshman and she's she uh can really hit the ball out the park. I know one of those girls um I can't I can't think of her name but she I think she's uh got selected to play on the Brazilian national team I wanna say over no, there uh, Prosper. I think I think she's a freshman as well but uh mm-hmm. so a lot lot of talent for sure and then uh, looking down her uh Excuse me, the uh, Gabrielle Gabriel Coffee, is her, her yes. name, The Prosper catcher looks like she's already. Uh, she might be committed already to Mississippi State. She's a Brazilian junior national team. So congratulations to Gabrielle. And then, um, uh, Pro, uh, Plano Senior High is in third, right?
0: Yes. Okay. You got Plano. Yes. You got Plano Senior High. So they're in third, who beat obviously Keller last year in the regional finals to get to state, and they got Plano East in fourth. At five and well, tied. I guess they're both tied, excuse me. They're both five and five in district.
1: Yeah, and Plano, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I'm sure Keller's still thinking
0: about that. Uh, yes. The one,
1: game, one game series over there at uh, Denton Ryan. Yeah, you and I both before. were there.
0: Yeah. There yeah. in that standing room only
1: atmosphere, yeah. you know. I mm. think it was a two one final. They yes. The state, um, uh, uh, Audrey McNeil is back. I think she's the, a junior pitcher and uh, yes. one of the best in the area. And mm-hmm. then uh, Plano East with Carson, uh, Carson Amijo, who's committed to UCLA. And then McKinney Boyd. I mean, uh, I wish I could watch McKinney Boyd play, uh, particularly their pitcher, Kinsley Cackley.
0: Teckley. Uh, okay, I was going to ask you how you pronounced her name. Kinsley Teckley? That's how it is? Okay. Kin-
1: yeah, Kinsley Cackley. I think.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: Uh, She's only a sophomore, but but my goodness. I mean
0: she's pretty got seventeen victories, doesn't she? Yeah, she's got seventeen victories on the year.
1: Yeah, that's not the number that stands out to me. The uh the Morning News does their uh leaders, uh they they do stats every week and she's the number one she's in strikeouts. Up and DSW. I think she's got like I think she's nearing 400 strikeouts. Got
0: 353 strikeouts. And the reason that number's so big, second place is Tatum Boyd. She's got 171.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> uh ridiculous. I remember that I remember that uh, game. I think it was uh, it might have been Plano West. It might have been Plano Senior, but uh, they went 14 innings, and and Kinsley had uh, 31 strikeouts, a school record 31 strikeouts in one game, Kenny. So, <laughs> incredible. And then, you know, that, that stretch there, uh, she had a stretch there, a seven-game stretch where she was averaging 20 strikeouts a game. So, I don't know what uh, what's her specialty, but, man, you know, she's only a sophomore, got two more years, so hopefully – um you know i'm lucky enough to you know catch a mckinney
0: boyd game sometime absolutely heck with you being in mckinney this weekend it'd been nice to be able to go watch them play while you're out there for soccer
1: yeah i was thinking about that but uh i'm uh, not sure who they play but uh yeah. the other the game i'm thinking of is frisco centennial against uh, frisco wakeland yes uh, centennial can really pound the ball i think they've Maybe nine, nine or ten games in a row to, uh, with at least one home run, and then you know Wakeland. Uh, Wakeland's very good as well. Uh, I did a story on one of their kids, Ashton Bryce, who did a Harding commit, and then Centennial. Mm-hmm. I do my little softball player of the week, uh, and the right. winner winner this week comes from Centennial, Lexi Pope, who had a monster week uh, last week. So that's a game I'm thinking of right now. But uh, but yeah, I'd love to see Kinsey. Uh, pitch one one day
0: yes i mean like you said she's just a sophomore <laughs> you, you know man, she's only gonna get better I and mean, she's whiffing that many people now i can't imagine what she's gonna be doing her senior year. goodness <laughs> yeah that is um that is unreal well um then i was gonna you know talk a little bit about some of the maybe um, i might want to move it to this direction here i um, Maybe once you tell me about maybe the best player you've seen this year, you know, live, I'm um, Brian. I know you've seen a lot of games. I know you have a lot of different people in your hands, but maybe, you will know, just give us a couple of players that you think are the best that you've actually watched or witnessed this year.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, again, you got to start with Keller who's, who's just been kind of on top of the list. They always uh, produce a lot of great talent, great T one talent, um, you know Dylan Carderka is is a heck of a pitcher um, and she's not even gonna play in college so um, but great defense you know Amanda Desario is is a heck of a defender out in center making some uh you know sports center type catches um, you know i i've I probably haven't been to as many softball games as I have in the past so uh, it's it's tough to say but um, like I mentioned before, Keller's kind of on top of that list, and, and Eaton isn't far behind. But um, going gonna to watch some softball here on Friday and Saturday. So uh, looking forward to some great games, and hopefully the weather's uh, not a factor.
0: Exactly. Well, for me, it definitely be Jada Coleman. We've already kind of talked about with her. I mean, she's just such a nemesis on the base pass. It seems like she can do whatever she wants with the softball in her hand. And she's only hitting a blistering 7.16 so far <laughs> here. You know, it's just I can't believe that somebody can go up to the plate ten times in they all, and you know they're going to get seven hits. That's just mind-boggling to me. Um, you know, I'll tell you somebody who was kind of a little underrated that I kind of watched a little bit. A little bit was um, um, was um, um, Noah Richardson. Noah Richardson from um, Capel. Um, if you see oh, her um, numbers, have you know seen yeah. her numbers lately, I mean she's she pitched a no hitter, she's eleven days, she's three for three from the plate. I mean, she pitched um six scoreless innings against um Hebron, well, not this Tuesday The Tuesday before. She'd have got a no decision because Hebron won, won in the top half of the seventh off the reliever, but you know there's somebody that's kind of been maybe kind of going under the radar screen a little bit for being considered a great player in the Metroplex.
1: Yeah, she was uh, number uh, up for my softball player of the week. She's second. Uh, Nara Rodriguez is uh, Rodriguez.
0: Thank uh, you. That's it. That's Rodriguez. Thank you. Thank you, Rodriguez. Yes, Randy and I did a game game with her, and we felt we came away very impressed by her. And then, and you know, another one would be is um, Red Oaks Reagan Ferguson. I mean, God, she had a monster week last week. She was what? She's going to Weatherford College, I believe, if I'm correct. I'm thinking. Um, I think that's where she's committed. But you know, she was six or eight with two bombs and six RBIs, and she was the winning pitcher in both games. And you know, Red Oak, I think they kind of get overlooked a lot of times. But man, she's definitely the leader of that team for certain.
1: Yeah, not, yeah. not really familiar with her, but a uh, uh, quick note going back to Rodriguez. She's uh, headed to Texas Southern. I
0: Texas. did watch
1: her. I did watch her pitch. Uh, they were hosting. Uh, Marcus, during the first round of district, and that went to eight innings, I believe. Yes. And you know, you know, you know a lot about Marcus too, with with K. T. Kenny and Lexi Benson. Benson. yeah. And, uh, and shortstop. Yeah, just, just a <laughs> lot of talent. Yeah. Uh, Brooke Johnson, so, Brooke Austin. Again, yeah. big game game on Saturday with uh, Flower Mound. Uh, I know. I know Marcus has a game. Uh, before that, so they they're they're nine and one in district. Farmville's mm-hmm. ten and one right now, but uh, you know that that one should be for kind of that district title first seed. I know Marcus squeaked out eight seven in the first uh, first matchup, but um, you know yeah. another one I want to point out is is Boswell uh, Julie Kennedy. You know I saw Boswell play this year, and they uh, they won the district. They they wrapped up the district title. On uh, on Tuesday, yes,
0: we did.
1: Yeah, Julie Kennedy is just uh, I've, I've I've watched her the last three or four years now. Just a lot of power. I think she's got um, a lot of twelve home runs on the season. She's the number one pitcher. Uh, you know, Emma Robertson's another kid who can really hit the ball, and, and they got a lot of uh, great supporting cast. So uh, Boswell, you know, look out for Boswell definitely in the five A Region One.
0: Yeah, that was good, and and our kind of got uh, almost almost overlooked. Thorny. Um, um, I mean, they've got that dynamic sophomore duels, you know, with Trinity Cannon and, and Trinity Cannon and um, Savannah Hollingsworth, Hollingsworth, and I mean they're just loaded, and and you know, and Del and De Roche. I mean, you know, the, what she does with the bat and on the on the mound. I mean that that team is just dripping with talent up there in Forte, and I mean, gee, I I think they're probably the favorite to go on and repeat this year.
1: Yeah, I definitely uh, I have them uh, go on to state again, definitely, and, and and they're they're probably the favorite to win it. Um, you know, like like we mentioned, Boswell and, and the Colony, and some of these other teams, Arlington Heights, who went to state mm-hmm. last year. That's right, uh, yes. You know, or Legacy as well, Granbury, they're all Region 1. Hornie's in Region 2, so they they wouldn't meet those teams until the state tournament. But, yeah, Savannah, uh, Dave Roche is the Kansas commit pitcher, hitter, you know, training cannon going to A&M, just only juniors. And then uh, Vanessa Hollingsworth and Hannah Holbrook is another uh, committed player. Yes. And Holbrook, yep yeah, first baseman. Sadie Hewitt, you know she's she's also committed. She's a strong kid. Just uh, won the won the uh, state powerlifting meet, so shout out to her uh, winning the state title in her her weight class. And then Kaylee Cross is another kid who just had yes. a home run on uh, Tuesday night. So I haven't seen Forney yet, but uh, hopefully I can make it out on uh, the 16th. They are playing uh, I think North Forney, and uh, that's they're doing some. Some ceremony for uh, you know one of their kids a couple of years ago, yes. um, who passed away, and then still, still up in the air is that they might play Lake Ridge uh, the week after, kind of maybe warm up game uh, okay. slash slash makeup game. So uh, that'll be exciting to watch too because they they've met in the playoffs the, the last two years and last
0: two years, yeah, I actually yeah. did the, I actually did the game when they eliminated them in the playoffs last year out at Forney on that Friday night. rainy and I did that game and. Yeah, it would be, I mean, it'd be not – I know you and I were both very disappointed we me not get to watch that game last week when it got rained out last Saturday because I was really looking forward to seeing that because I knew it was going to be a good game. And um, – but, you know, Coach Lytle's got – Coach idol has got that thing rolling in a real high clip. There's no question about that. Yeah, definitely. They're they, an uh,
1: exciting team to play and a lot of talent for sure. Yep. Well, hey, I'd like to
0: try to maybe end the podcast here a little bit with what we call the famous Brian Gossett shout-outs. So if you got any shout-outs for me, man, we'd love to hear them. And you are the man, so you have the floor. Shout-out to my
1: man, uh, Kenny Matthews.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Chocolate Bear. (laughs)
1: Yes. Oh, I didn't say it. uh,
0: uh,
1: Yeah, definitely – uh, and Randy as well uh, and Friday Night Glory for uh, doing this podcast I know softball's definitely the coverage is growing but always love talking softball uh, with you guys and and looking forward to the next, next few weeks for the end of district and as well as uh, playoff run
0: yeah that's going to be fun um, I'm excited about the playoff run this year you know got a lot of balance I think so might see some early upsets you know, I could really see that this year. You know, I really, really can. Um, my shout out to be also to go to Jada Coleman is that she also she also is um gonna be competing in the track regionals. She can she uh, she qualified last week in the triple jump, long jump and gosh I forgot oh in the high jump last week. So you like you said, this athlete that plays volleyball is you know the best player on the planet for 2020 on the softball diamond but she, she can do it on the track and field too it's just it's amazing how athletic she is and how grounded she is you know i i was talking to somebody yesterday on an oklahoma website and i said she had every reason to have a big head considering you know all the notoriety she's gotten since about age 10 or 12 and she's about as humble as you get so my shout out is going to be out to jada coleman
1: Awesome stuff, but yeah, uh, I do got a couple other ones here. Just uh, started right. tweeting out some scores from Tuesday night. Kind mm-hmm. of catch up here, but yeah, um, you know, I guess I did a story earlier, and I did I did a game as well. Euless Trinity um, just kind of turning a corner for for softball. They were, you know, before district had started, they were on a 53 game losing district streak. Uh, wow, their, their last district win, you know. I wasn't even here yet, so wow. tell you how long that's been but um they're in the they're they're in the playoff hunt for three six a uh unfortunately uh Weatherford got the best of them on tuesday with with uh a ten inning game actually uh, wow. Weatherford, Weatherford winning eleven and ten uh, yeah. addison addison Tidwell had a home run for RBIs. Uh, you know. Uh, another friend of mine, Rachel Riley, who's the head coach over at Martin. They clinched the playoff spot, uh, taking down Sam Houston. Jada James had a grand slam, and and Mia That's Blanco also had uh, four RBIs. Coley Randall pitched pretty well, and so uh, just a couple of shouts there. You know, if, if I try to get to all these scores and tweets and whatnot, so if uh, you can catch all those on my Twitter at Gossip41.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you if you wanted to plug that in, so I'm glad you did do that because, I mean, if you really do want to catch up when you're at a game watching and you want to know something's going around, man, Brian's really good about getting tweets out about scores and highlights throughout, so kind of keep you in tune. And I know that, heck, you can always go to um, DFW Varsity also and get scores and schedules, which, you know, are nice, nice avenue to have because I know some people want to know, hey, who are they playing at, where what? I know I've always been able to kind of go over to the What Works our Telegram and get that information, so I appreciate you guys making that available to us.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that, and if I get one more plug in here, just, you know, we we do a high school huddle podcast as well, you know, we try to talk every sport from uh, whatever season it is, which we're, we're kind of on the heavy side of uh, football, but right now, again, talking soccer and, and softball and baseball, but um, you can always catch our high school huddle podcast. We try to do it every week.
0: Uh, we try to do it every Wednesday and, and try to post it on Thursday. Okay. So Wednesdays when you post was when you do it and you try to post on Thursday. Okay. All right. And they can find that just going to the um, Fort, Worth yeah, you, Telegram, yeah, you, Fort Worth Star Telegram. Yeah. Uh, Fort
1: Worth Star Telegram, high school huddle. Uh, I try to, I try to throw it into every story I, I do. And, and that way you can, if you're reading a story, and, and you see the podcast. You can listen right there. So, excellent. Uh, Trying to do it every week. We're we're almost uh, up to 30 episodes. Wow. Uh, since we started last August. So,
0: excellent, excellent. Well, definitely. I'll tune in on that. Thank you for the note on that. I'll definitely tune to listen and I know it's going to be some good information, and I know it gets kind of football intensive. But you know, anytime you can sprinkle in baseball or softball, you know, it's kind of nice change from the norm. I'm sure.
1: Definitely. I just uh, obviously football is the, the king here and that's that what drives the listeners and, and viewers. True. But um, I love any chance I get to talk about some of these other sports that kind of, you know, in true. the shadow of football. So um, all these all these kids deserve some credit and they, they work. They
0: work their butts off. Definitely. Absolutely. And I'd like to also plug in that um, Friday Night Glory will be at Plano West tomorrow as Prosper comes to town to Plano West of the Wolves. And Randy and I will be there at 7 o'clock and we'll be simulcasting that on our website, Friday Night Glory. So appreciate it if you listen to us tomorrow night. If you can't get out there, we'll bring the broadcast to you. And um, be nice to get out to Plano West. It's been a long time since I've been out there. I mean, you're not very far from the house, but been a long time since I've been over there, so looking forward to that, and looking forward because it's a big game for playing the West, obviously, and it's a big game for, for um for a Prosper also. So I think it'll be a lot of fun, even if the weather seems to have turned from what 90 degrees yesterday to mid 50s today or tomorrow. <laughs> Hopefully, we just don't get any rain, you know, like we have been getting. That's what I'm praying. But uh,
1: yeah, uh, I'll. I'll- McKinney ISD, and then try to get, get out to uh, Frisco Centennial and Wakeland tomorrow night, um, and then Friday, and then Saturday after soccer, hopefully weather permitting, uh, catch that you know 6-6A clash with uh, Flowermount and Marcus. I think first pitch is at 4 p.m. at <laughs> at, uh, at Flower Mound High School.
0: It's absolutely said. It's at Flowermount. I know it's at four o'clock start. So I mean, you might want to try to keep doing updates on that because I'm wondering if they may try to move it up earlier just depending on whether um, you know this week so but yeah I think that's going to be the game of the week so well hey man I've got to pay one bill here i gonna say um, you know for Friday night glory and one, one of our favorite sponsors and it says are you looking to buy or sell a home now's the time the market is hot call page white with Berkshire Hathaway for all of your real estate needs you can also search for a home at www.dfwhomebuying.com well hey brian i appreciate you taking out a little bit of your busy schedule to be here today man i look forward to doing it again next week we'll catch up on you know what happened and we'll probably have most of our district wrapped up by then and hopefully we get both of us get the kids to a couple of games here this weekend we can kind of talk about that in depth next week but again man thanks a lot for being here, man. All right, thanks
1: for having me. hope to
0: catch you soon, Chocolate Bear. <laughs> you too, buddy. Thanks so much. Kenny Matthews, Randy Evers, Brian Gossage, Friday Night Glory. We appreciate it, and we'll be back next week. Thanks a lot, guys.